When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This is a global original podcast. I'm out. That's JK. And this is the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. In today's episode, we will be talking about the worst things we ever did as children and whether that impacts the way we discipline. Plus more time to vent about our partners and a confession from another dad and his little prank that didn't go so well and is now likely to be banned from picking up his kids from school. All that and more coming up on the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. Sounds like you're doing an episode of I Got News For You when you do that. Coming up on this week's episode of Have I Got News For You? Today, wasn't it? <laughs> it, was a, it was a bit... I feel, I feel like I need to do a more, a more X-factor voice. Well, that was Have I Got News For You. The next delivery could be News... Hello and welcome to the Don't Tell Your Mum podcast. <laughs> Coming up on today's show, dong, a confession yeah. from... <laughs> on the 10 o'clock show, 10 o'clock podcast. Dong. Um, yeah, I don't think I can cut it, could cut it as a newsreader. Mind you, correct me if I'm wrong, and I don't mean any disrespect by this. Uh-oh. But are newsreaders just very good readers? Like, they just read off the auto queue, right? Well, no, if you if you said that to an actual newsreader, I work in a building with lots of newsreaders and journalists, and if you said that to them, uh, to their face, they would probably smash your head in. Yeah. Yeah, which which I get, and that just, it shows a little lack of, you know, and a bit of naivety with the industry. But but every time I've been, and I have I have had my fair share, like, on set in a newsroom, on a news... Um, you know, I've sat on the ITN Lunchtime News, I've done Sky News... All the presenters are sitting opposite in auto queue, yeah. and and it and it, it they obviously deviate from script. They need but to, a lot of the time they don't. They need to have a journalistic background, don't they? So they do obviously. Yeah. They they train and study for god knows how many years. But also the the other secret to a newsreader's um, success is the person that's speaking to him in his ear. That's another secret that you know. There's I, oh, can I say it? You know. Let's put it this way. My, my wife worked at ITN News as a journalist and Sir Trevor McDonald was um, was in the building, who was an absolute legend, who is phenomenal at what he does. But yeah, I think you get to a point where you kind of just walk in on set and off you go. A bit like me with the radio, I suppose. But you yeah. know what I mean? And you just, yeah. I think sometimes you, the, the people, the team around you are extremely important to how you come across. There you go. That was me doing it in a very diplomatic sort of way. I like that. <laughs> it's like me and my radio show. I'm fuck all without my producer. All right. <laughs> oh no, I don't know about that. Well, I don't know. know about you know, that. You know. You're selling yourself short. So there you go. Um, in other news, I've started drinking coffee. Have you? Well, did you know? Hang on. I didn't, I didn't know you didn't drink coffee until about two weeks ago. 
I had never drunk an entire cup of coffee. Does this mean now that you're going to be extremely hyperactive and what usually is a 40 minute podcast is now going to be 400 minutes? <laughs> yeah, or, or four minutes because I, I just do it so rapidly. <laughs> this one time in bank camp, I, I, I stuck a trumpet up my ass. <laughs> Jay, honestly, what I said, never share that story. I'm very sorry. I'm sorry. But at least I was there to pull it out. Yeah, what a noise well, it, it made. depends which end as well. <laughs> <laughs> How's your week um, been yeah, then? So, no, it's no, a coffee, drinking, yeah? Yeah, drinking lattes now. But I feel like it's, it could be a slippery slope. Like, I basically have one a day, possibly one every two days. What, like, you, need, what, I feel, I think, right, what you need to know about coffee, okay, from a, a, a coffee drinker, is have, have a maximum amount of cups you're going to have because... Well, two things. You will um, talk extremely fast, you will get coffee headaches, and you will shit through the eye of a needle. <laughs> That's what you need to know. Uh, you haven't uh, sold it. According no, to one a day. According to um, some of my more um, adventurous mates, it's it's a bit like cocaine. Apparently, <laughs> that, that's what that's what I've been told. So there you wow. go. Okay, gives you the shits straight away. Well, I'll I'll keep you posted. But my uh, I, I, I'm still fairly regular with a good decent stool sample at the moment. So I'm okay. obviously not drinking too much. That is good. Yeah. Well, um, welcome to the coffee drinking club. Uh, your yeah, your life is about to change dramatically. It's um, it's nice. May I may I recommend when you go to um, whichever one it is, caramel macchiato, extra shot, sugar free vanilla. That's the that's a good one. When you just you just reminded me, actually, when you talked about a coffee club, I've got a friend, and this makes perfect sense. Okay, it makes perfect sense. A friend of mine, they started a book club. Yeah. And then at the book club, they realised that, like, the, the a few days before, they were both thinking, oh, crap, we need to read that book or the chapter or whatever. And then when they got to, there was a bit of annoyance and a bit of pressure to get through the book. And then when they got to the book club, they ended up basically talking about the book for a few minutes and then just drinking a bottle of wine each. Yeah. So now what they've done is they've changed book club to be wine club. <laughs> And now they've sacked off the book. They just go to each other's houses and drink wine. That's all they do now. But that's what happens. It always starts like that. You know, Yeah. I imagine Fight Club started off a bit like that. Fight Club was originally um, uh, a baking club. <laughs> they used to just bring their cakes <laughs> yeah. there. But all of a sudden they started throwing cakes yeah. at each other and cake fights. And then before you knew it, they were ripping off their shirts and Brad Pitt was there and they were kicking shit out of each other. Yeah. So let's just call it Fight Club. I'd Why like not? to think that's Why how not? Fight Club started. That would be good. I wonder if there's other... Yeah, that'll be like the prequel to Fight <laughs> To Fight Club coming Mary out in Berry. 2021. <laughs> it's Mary Berry in the background going, "Boys, calm yeah. down, please." The mind, mind you, I can I can actually imagine Paul Hollywood in that kind of scenario, beating yeah. the crap out of his shirt off, like yeah. all the women going, "Oh, no, nah, not Paul Hollywood." That face and those eyes are too pretty. He doesn't want to get those smashed in. Yeah, that. Nah. No, he certainly does not. Um, anyway, we are digressing. We don't want to go down the Bake Off route um, for too long. Well, at all, really. Um, anyway, coming up after this, we've got another confession from a dad. Um, the confessions this season have been an incredibly high calibre. Mm. So um, that's what's coming up next welcome back to the don't tell your man podcast um with jk and al it is time for another fantastic confession and as al said earlier um the quality of the confessions of late have been fantastic and it's good to know that there are still dads out there that are willing to be rebellious and we we love you for it we really really do uh what we got this week well, interestingly, we are going to be talking about that a little bit later on, aren't we, about the worst things that we've done. So this whole episode is going to be along the confessions route, isn't it? Yeah. But this 
This is a corker. Um, and before I get into it, I must just say that if you want to submit your own confession, then you can do that at dadsnet.com forward slash confessions, or you can search us up on social media at the dadsnet or JK Jason King. Right. Let's go. Let's get okay. into it. <laughs> okay. This is from, um, a, well, the name given is, is Phil, uh, but it's not his real name as you'll find out. Here we go. Dear JK and Al, I have been impressed with the standard of confessions recently, and after the porn star at the school gate, I had to share my story. <laughs> Phil is not my real name, and I have changed all the names in this story for obvious reasons, as you'll find out. My child is in year five, and at the start of the term, we had, we had to send in a letter explaining that my daughter couldn't do PE for two weeks as she'd sprained her wrist. My wife gave me the task of composing the letter, which was a mistake, as you'll find out. Knowing that my wife would, would proofread the letter, as she has done so many times in the past, I thought I'd have a little fun. This is the letter I wrote... Dear Mr. McDonald, obviously that's a fake name, but anyway. Um, Dear Mr. McDonald, ever since we joined the school, I have watched you from across the playground at pickups with love eyes. I think you are beautiful, and now you're Ellie's teacher, I cannot stop myself from telling you how I really feel. My wife has no idea that I feel like this, but hopefully you feel the same and we can begin a new life together. Call me. Yours sincerely, Ellie's dad. <laughs> He goes on. I left the letter out on the kitchen top for my wife to read. I went off to work and awaited the text message calling me a Wally with a load of laughy emojis. But it never came. By lunchtime, I messaged my wife to ask her what she thought of the letter. She replied that she hadn't read it, no. but was sure that it was fine. Oh, no! <laughs> my, my ass literally fell out. <laughs> I called her straight away, and lo and behold, she hadn't read it and sent it in with Ellie that morning. No. Honestly, I was a mess. I had no idea what to do, and my wife was going crazy as I relayed what I'd written in the letter to her. At that point, I called up the school and asked to speak to Mr. McDonald. Apparently, he was busy, but asked if I was free later to speak on the phone. Later that afternoon, he called up and announced that the first thing he said was that the head was also present as a witness to the call. <laughs> I profusely apologised and explained that it was just a prank between me and my wife and that, I, that it had gone horribly wrong. He was pretty cool about it, laughed it off, but I just now feel so awkward whenever I have to pick Ellie up. Am I forgiven? Oh, my God. <laughs> that is brilliant. Brilliant. There are so many reasons why this is brilliant. And, and Phil, not real name, totally forgiven. I love the fact that him and, and his missus have banter. Well, he has banter. She's not so sure. You could tell that she was really busy that morning, couldn't be asked, and thought, do you know what? It's absolutely fine. Send it in. But now the fact that it's backfired as well. I mean, this you dine out on this story for the rest of your life. Wouldn't I mean, you, it's you? just... Uh, oh. From every point of view, he'll be sharing it, his wife will be sharing it, the teacher will be sharing it. Can you imagine it? All those, like, um, inset days and, you know, cross-school you know, cross um, meetups and things. What is that going to be telling this story? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, this is, it is a story like none other, isn't it? This is the story that I want. I want this story. I want this to happen to me. That's how good it yeah. is. Just so you can go out to like, like I said, the WhatsApp group or when you're out with your mates, like I go out with a load of dad's mates. I just, I would love that story. It is brilliant. Yeah. 
I wonder whether the teacher said anything to the daughter as well. Like, Ellie, are you sure this letter's from your dad? You see this sort of thing in movies and TVs where it goes, just so you're aware, um, there is an individual um, adjudicator present right now, uh, just, exactly. just so you know. Or, or yeah. Mrs. Miggins from HR is present in this conversation, yeah. just so you're aware. Yeah, there's that um, there's that scene in Friends, isn't there, where yes, that's Rachel the <laughs> tells Joey that her boss wants to buy her baby, and so and and he calls Rachel into um, into the office and says, "I've bought so and so from, from yeah. Human Resources as a witness to this conversation. <laughs> I want to make it very clear: I do not want to buy your baby." <laughs> Uh, well, yeah, I mean, absolutely forgiven as well. And, and I, do you know, this kind of relationship between husband and wife, I think, is so healthy. Mm. It is so healthy. Like, I've actually recently, well, ever since I started my, my diet, Jen said I was really grumpy. For the first two weeks, I was really grumpy. So after that, I then, and I probably agree with her, to be mm. fair. Mm. Um, but after that, I then thought, well, I, I want to make a conscious effort not to be grumpy. And so now, over the last few weeks, I've I've kind of consciously tried to be more fun. Oh, no, you've gone the more... other way. You've gone wacky dad, haven't you? Oh, no. Well, not, no, not embarrassing oh, wacky no, dad. But I'll, yeah. give, I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. Jen was booking, Jen said to me, can I book Patch in to get his claws clipped at the groomer? And I was like, yeah, that's fine. She sent me a link. It was an online form. And it said, put the name of the dog. Right. So, and I was expecting her to be sitting in a waiting room and someone come out and call out the name of the dog, right? So I thought I would put the name as um, um, Patch the Great Big Sausage. Yeah. <laughs> right. Bearing in mind, he's a dashing. Just, just as a bit of fun. I was like, yeah. that'd be fun. Anyway, I said to her, um, oh, did she call out the dog's name? And she said, no. No, she didn't. But I did read it out and I thought you were a prat. <laughs> no, I, bet, I bet you as well, because you know, Wacky Dad, under the section where it goes, uh, Patch, uh, sex, you put, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a classic. You it's a classic, the, yeah, but it never gets old. You were the one at school that went, in case of fire, underneath it, you wrote, run, didn't you? It was you, <laughs> you Wacky Dad prankster. <laughs> Okay, well, that is a fantastic confession. And uh, 100% from my point of view, forgiven so much so, I have story envy. I want that story to have happened to me. Still to come, we're going to be talking about the naughtiest things that we ever did as children with a load of insanely good content coming out of the Dad's Net community. But before we do that, we are going to be going into fatherhood therapy just to, uh, you know, let a little bit of something off our chest. So you join us now in fatherhood therapy. This is a chance for um, mainly Al and I to to have a little therapy of our own. Um, I know that you've got one today. I'm just going to quickly start things with um, I have a I have a new role now. My usual everyday role is to take the bins out. Um, I'm also head of hoovering because the um, apparently the, the the vacuum cleaner we have now, which is phenomenal, is that Vax thing we did on the show. Uh, yeah. Charlie says it's too complicated. In other words, she can't take the pipe out of the vax to p- to put it sh- smaller so you can do the stairs. That's it. That's what complicated means. Just that bit there. Right. Okay. But my um <laughs> my new uh my new role now is uh head of fridge water. 
It's my new official head role. Oh, yeah. of one of those like dispensers on the front. Yes, that's. I am now head of uh, fridge water. That is my new admin role. So basically what that entails is me making sure that it is full every single day so that we all get our filtered water. But Ooh. but let me finish. So the fridge one we've got, it hasn't got a filter in it. It's just a normal thing. So I have to get the Britax that I've got, put the filtered put the water in there to filter through, then pour the Britax, which is in the fridge, into the actual container so that from the outside it can be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Accessed. Dispensed. Yeah. So it is more involved than at first first thought. Yes, it's not just is a case this a promotion? of promotion. No, it's a demotion. A demotion. Oh, oh. I don't want to be. You, is that is that because you took the piss because of the overcomplicated Hoover situation and now you've been <laughs> demoted? I don't want to be head of fridge water. I mean, what a shit shit title that is. <laughs> head of fridge water. Do you have that in your uh, in your email signature? Oh. <laughs> No, I don't. Funny enough, um, so that's 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 just a little bit of therapy that I needed, and I just needed to get it off my chest. What am I going to do about it? I don't know. Um, but it's not get on with it. <laughs> what am I going to do about it? I'm going to do the best best job any head of water dispenser has ever done before. I'm going to get my head down and crack on. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah, and I'm not going to complain about it because it's not worth the trouble. It is absolutely not. Uh, right, your father therapy this week. Oh well, I I don't mind I don't mind differences in 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 relationships and personalities. But what I what I do struggle with is when I don't I can't comprehend the other point of view because it doesn't make any sense or logic, right? So we've obviously got a number of different ways in our house to play music. We've got our phones, we've got Alexa, we've got Sonos, right? We've got stop, Spotify. Alexa, stop. Oh, sorry. How did he hear that though? We're in headphones. Yeah, you've got good loud headphones. That's, that's how good I mean. the that's how good the mics are on these bloody smart oh, devices. Yeah. Listening well, all the time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so we've got a Spotify account. Like we've got there's a basically there's a number of different places we can find and use music. I think we've also got Apple Music. Anyway. So Jen has said on a number of occasions that when there's just music on in the house in the mornings or, you know, when we're doing stuff and tidying and stuff, she's in a much better mood when there's music. So in the last few weeks, I've started to put on music thinking this will cheer her up or this will make her into a nice mood or help her already nice mood. Let's let's keep going with it. <laughs> so you did that. But then what happens is I stick on a playlist, right? And bearing in mind my, my taste of music, right, I'll either just play 80s rock or I will play... Um, American country music. Okay? It's very. I won't deviate too much from those two genres. So, knowing that I'm the only person in England with those eclectic tastes in music, I don't put that on when Jen's in the house. I'll just put on something like I'll. I'll just say, oh, latest, um, latest charts or something like this. Anyway, they're playlists. By the definition of a playlist, it's a number of songs on a list. Okay, they're not my playlist. I didn't make it up. So, general, oh, this is nice. Music's playing. Next song. I don't like this song. Why have you put this on? Like, well, I didn't, I didn't put, I didn't put that on, Jen. Like, I, that's not. I didn't say I know what, Jen. Like this. That's nothing to do with me. It's just the playlist. And then she say, "Well, I can't do it. I can't deal with that song being on." I'm like, "Well, okay. Do you want to skip? Okay, just skip another nice song." Another bad song. And she goes, oh, what is this? Why do you always just put this rubbish on? No, Jen, it's just a playlist, okay? It's not my playlist. It's one from Spotify. It's already... I just said, Alexa, play the latest chart. So this is the top 40, Alexa, Jen. It's nothing stop. to do with me. Oh, sorry, Alexa. 
<laughs> Sorry, I'll stop doing that. Um, but this is the thing. Which I just, it's like she. It's, it's as if it's me personally playing songs that I know she'll hate. That's that's what comes across. I'm like, no, it's nothing to do with me. This is what the UK have chosen, Jen, as the top forty. Okay, <laughs> nothing to do with me. You, so, you, you know, it'll put her in a good mood, though. Oh no, here we go. You just, you know, she's she's on, you know, by the, you're in the kitchen. She's opening the fridge door. She's she's getting out the milk in the morning. She's putting the milk on the kitchen worktop. And you're behind her. And all of a sudden you go. Oh yes, the porno music. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah. And then that's when she goes. I'm trying to get the kids ready for school. This is not helping, Al. Get yeah, your willy be from from behind me. <laughs> and why is She'll it, be lucky. Why is it that size this time of the morning? <laughs> but Jen, it was the way you opened the fridge door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She, oh, she gets me every time. Oh, every time. And the way she pulls that <sighs> anyway. milk out. Anyway, that's um there you go. I feel I feel a little bit better now. Feel right? my chest. Does anyone I mean does anyone else feel like that? Yes. once again though, as you just said to me a moment ago, just crack on, aren't you? I think just crack on, yeah, absolutely crack on. Right, coming <laughs> next then, naughtiest things you did as a kid. <laughs> well, welcome back. Um, this is this is a really interesting topic because I often will tell Ted off for things that he does that I know full well I used to do. Yeah, but that's that's okay. That's the, that's the rule of being a dad. You're allowed to, absolutely allowed to. I mean, none of my kids have done anything as bad as I've done as a kid. That's the saving grace at the moment. Don't get me wrong, there's enough time for Luna to do that, and she's only three. Uh, but, yeah, I, that's, the, that's the great thing about being a dad. That's what you own. The fact is, they can still be absolute shites. You could have been worse, but that's fine. You can preach about that. I don't know if I am comfortable with that, that, that. That angle, okay. I like. I like this. This is a good. This is a mass debate. I like this. Come on, then. Come on. Let's let's talk about well, it. I just don't think it's fair. It's like I just don't think it's fair when Ted is like scuffing up the grass in the garden. I'll be like, Ted, we've just planted those that seeds. So don't go on that area of the garden for you know get a bit of grass growth. I know full well that I would have been trampling all over as a kid, playing football, scuffing around, diving on the floor. I, I would have done it. So why? How can I be cross at him for that? It feels a bit hypocritical. Well, you've just heard my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. He doesn't know what he did as a kid. He wasn't there. He wasn't even like no, a, he wasn't a glint in your eye at that point. You know, but I know Nah. Well, look, that's, that's your, you have to deal with that. You know, if you're a very true, fair person, then respect. I'm not. Uh, and that's just <laughs> the way it works. Uh, so we, we, um, we did, we did this, uh, on the radio show and it was interesting to see the, the majority of, 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 of parents that called in about this were actually women. And these are, these are the naughtiest things they did as a child. Now this, this is Sue. Okay. Now Sue wasn't talking about herself. She was talking about her brother. She said her brother was an absolute shite. <laughs> 
And here's a list of the things that, 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 that actually he did to sue his sister. Just, I, I mean, this is brilliant. He used to put holly in my nappy and make me sit on it. He fed me Savlon sandwiches. Savlon sandwiches. Savlon, yeah. <laughs> and he used to put bubble gum, really like scrunch it into my hair, like, whoa, 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 you know, proper scrunch it in there. So I had to have my hair cut. Like, I had long, long hair and I had to have tufts sticking out where he'd done that. But where my mum lived, there's wild horses in the, in the field behind her. And he talked me into getting on one of them. He gave me a leg up and I was hanging on to this horse. I thought, oh, this is okay, like, you know. And then he hit on the ass with a stick and I took off over this field, right? I'm not even joking. I, as I'm like bouncing, bouncing, bouncing along, I've ended up underneath the horse, hanging on like by its neck underneath it. So we're like nose to nose. And all my brother did was went into my mum's house and went, I've just seen the last Mohicans. So the, then, but Sue's story reminded me of me and my sister Lou because we were exactly like that. She got she, she got some new walkie-talkies for Christmas one year, and we live. I don't know if you know, I lived on a farm, uh, and where, where <laughs> we lived. Said that so long, actually. I am um, in one of the barns. I used to have um, a, a, a swing, which I used to I used to climb up the bales and swing off, and I used to cut a load of bales open. So it was all there was a big pile on the floor, and you would fall into them, a bit like Tarzan. But my, my rope had broken. So I actually, I ripped off the wire from a walkie-talkies. It was, they were wide ones. This is old school. And I used that as a new swing. That was her brand new Christmas present. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's the kind of what kid. What did she say? What did well, she, she say? Just, she went crying. The, 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 I've told you about the day that, um, <clears throat> that I got caught for climbing the pantry. And it was quite a climb right up to the top to go and get the milky buttons, which were the other kids. And I got oh, when you threatened your mum with a cricket bat. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. So I, I can relate to this, but let me give you, let me give you my favourite, favourite story. And this is from Chantel, the worst thing she did as a kid. I've got two older brothers that, you know, I was only eight. I was desperate. I was desperate for a brother or sister. And um, my brothers were sick to death of me, full stop, letting her harping on about wanting a baby brother or sister. So one day my eldest brother said to me, okay, you want a baby brother or sister? Go into dad's drawer. And he pointed out these little packets. Um, and I went in very happily with a needle and a pin. No. Just dab, 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 literally about six or eight times at least in each one. How my mum never got pregnant, I don't know. I oh, had no idea, but gullible Chantal just, you know, oh, yeah, oh, oh I'll do pr- that, yeah, no problem. Right. And um, many years later, over a few drinks, I kind of, like, admitted to my mum and dad what I'd done. I'm like, my poor dad was mortified, absolutely mortified that I had done it. Her brothers said, look, if you want a brother or sister, go into dad's drawer, there's a load of condoms in there, and just put pin needles in. No put, yeah, way. Literally put oh. pin in them. I mean, that is, that is wild. That is fantastic. I mean, that but is... What, I mean, like, no, there was no younger sibling, so that, it, it didn't, it didn't, it didn't work. work. I mean, I, I want to say thankfully. <sighs> oh, that's, that is quite something. 
Wow. I mean, <laughs> right now I'm going to go home and uh, make sure <laughs> condoms are, are, are high, high up. High. <laughs> they're, now going no, in, actually, they're now going in the loft. <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, actually, I don't have to worry about it. Jen can't get pregnant, so... Uh, oh, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> also, it would it's kill, fine, I'm fine about it, it. It would kill the mood as well, wouldn't it? If you're literally going, right, should we have sex then? Hang on, babe. I'm just going to get... I have to go into the loft. I'll just get the stepladder out. Hang on a minute. Yeah, exactly. You stay yeah, I'll sexy come back down, now. Asleep. <laughs> stay sexy. You stay sexy. <laughs> <laughs> you stay sexy. Oh, dear. Oh. Um, that is outrageous. I mean, that is quite a bad thing to have done. I mean, she, it's not her fault. It's her brother's fault, isn't it? There was, um, there was another one as well, Ooh. which was... Uh, there was a, a lady called Amy, and basically she had... She had ripped open her sofa because she believed that her sister had put something down the back, one of her favourite toys. So she ripped open this brand new sofa. But she was very clever. She noticed that very posh, I think Amy was very posh. She had um, a piano right next to the sofa and there was a piano stool, which was quite sharp. So she cut the sofa exactly the right height to the height of the piano stool. So made it look like the piano stool had cut it open. How clever and and conniving and cunning is that? Um, (laughs) And yeah, they never found out. They always thought to this day, they thought it was the actual um, uh, piano stool that, that wrecked it. Oh, amazing. Until they listen to this. Yes. Um, right. Well, so we put this out into Dad's Net, which was always, the, I mean, I put it out a few hours ago and it's had 4,000 reach and over 100 comments. So it's obviously, so, in fact, 90% of the comments are along the lines of, you're not a cop, are you? Or legally, I can't answer this question. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but there are some good ones in here. Um, one, so Ben says that he shot his brother with an arrow. I mean, that's insane. Jesus. Um, Don't do this one, at home. <laughs> Ash says he poured polish on the TV. He pissed in the fireplace and he twatted his brother, his older brother, with his alarm clock to wake him up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's one way of using an alarm clock, isn't it? Um, Joe says that he set fire to a five-acre field of hay. Oh shit! That's no. mad. Oh Christ! That's reminded me. I went to I went to work with my dad once um, at, when I was quite young on the farm and. Um, he told me to go and get a bucket of water because he was he was, oh, he was doing something to a tractor. So I went off to go and get a bucket of water and I came back and I said, Dad, the, the, there's nothing in the water tank. It, it's Nothing's coming out. So um, he's like, oh, just, just leave it. Don't worry, I'll get some in a second. Anyway, two or three hours later, uh, the boss came in and sh- literally running into where Dad was in this, in this outbuilding, shouting at him and going, what the hell have you done? What the hell have you done? You've lost me £3,000. And my dad's going, what are you talking about? What's going on? I hadn't turned on the water tap. I turned on the oil tap. <gasps> oh. And I'd let out three grand's drained worth it. of oil. I drained Jeez. three grand's worth of oil. Wow. To be fair, I didn't know I was doing the oil. So actually, I didn't know. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't yeah, premeditated. Yeah. Um, this guy, Michael, says that he was caught, well, he was smoking under the table in RE lessons. Now, Michael, I think, I think sitting under the table smoking is kind of redundant, the fact you're under the table, because people can smell the smoke or oh, well, see the smoke. The good thing is, if I'm under this desk, they're not, well, the smoke's not going to rise above it, is it? Yeah, they'll never <laughs> see me. Well, we can smell and see the, ga- the, the steam. Yeah, the, uh, the steam yeah. We, did, we didn't have COVID then. You know, our smell is very, very good. Shut up. Yeah. Um, Aaron put a gas canister in a bin in the park and blew it up. Amazing. I wonder how he actually blew it up. That reminds me, when I was a kid, we there was this um, a prank 
store. It's more like a a joke, joke store. shop. You could get yeah, like yeah. practical jokes, and yeah, yeah. And um, in it, you could get fart spray, fart gas, and it didn't smell like a fart, but it did smell it absolutely rank. revolting. Yeah, it was it was it was vile. And I bought some, took it into school the next day, and they had those great big box fan heaters in all the classrooms. Do you remember them? Yeah. You'd sit on them. They were so big, you'd sit on them. And um, and I, it was a cold. It was in the winter, and I sprayed it in one of those fan heaters, thinking it might just push it around the room a bit quicker anyway it stunk out the whole ground floor of the building we're talking maybe about 15 classrooms and a, and a canteen and no one could they no one could use them they all had to leave the classrooms oh my that god was, that was bad that i'll do what let's do one more um i my first detention at school i know this is leading on to other stuff my first detention at school was um it was uh what do you call it uh textiles so the back the back row of our class was me, um, Joe. You remember Joe looks like Jesus. You saw it at the, at the wedding. Yeah, you know? yeah. And there was a few others of us, <clears throat> and we got really really bored. So you know the dead part of the skin in um, in your fingers, just where where your finger meets the palm of your hand. Is it, is it called a callus or something? What's it called? That bit there. Yeah, that's where you get callus on, isn't yeah, it? Where yeah, so, dry skin, isn't so it? So we decided as a laugh. I wonder if we could all, we could sew ourselves together. So we st- so like <laughs> Joe started at the, the other end of the um, of our line where we were sitting down, and he passed the needle through, and we managed to sew all our fingers up <laughs> through the calluses. <laughs> <laughs> like there were seven of us and then after oh, three and then we, we went ready one two three we put our hands up and we went <gasps> miss we've had a bit of an accident <laughs> <laughs> that is genius that was our first detention <laughs> oh wow that is really cool and it's also like completely revolting it's disgusting I mean th- it's literally <laughs> disgusting if you if you were first on that line fine if you were fifth <laughs> <laughs> I mean it's terrible it's terrible um, can yeah. I say that I don't know if I can say that Oh, hang on a minute. Jesus Christ. Sorry. I mean, there are some corkers. I mean, this is why you need to be part of the Daznet community. This guy, Mark, he launched someone's rowing boat into the sea. <laughs> no! <laughs> and then Adams commented underneath saying, I found this more funny than I probably should have. <laughs> we do not... I mean, it is. It's just... There's some funny stuff here that people used to get up to. We do not um, condone our or anyone's behaviour uh, during this little section on... The dad's. Uh, the, what's, what's that podcast called again? The Don't Tell Your Mum podcast? podcast. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah. Please do like if you're if you're on social media, then um, fire over us what you guys have got up to um, as a child, the naughtiest thing that you've ever done. Um, please do let us know. You can do that at the Dad's Net on all channels or at JK Jason King. JK, have you got new tech this week? Um, yeah. Don't tell your mum. Quite excited about um, the tech we've got this week because, well, excited and pissed off if that makes sense. Right, you know that I'm a very big fan of DJI. They make the um, the drones, the Phantom drones. They make uh, yeah, yeah. gimbal stuff for phones and and for, for cameras. Um, and I've always said that the quality of DJI products are fantastic. I mean, really, really good quality. So um, the other, I think it was probably about two, two, maybe a month ago or something like that. I've always wanted something which is small, compact, and has, has, has got a gimbal. So a gimbal means you've got steady shooting. And like back in the day of, you know, of decent films and stuff like that, if you wanted a gimbal, it was going to cost you about 20, 20, 30 grand, this whole setup. You know, this is where it has either a three or a five axis gimbal to make sure everything's lovely and steady. 
So you can get these now, but then it's all a bit clumpy when you put your DSLR camera in and stuff like that. You can get mobile yeah. phone ones, which are lovely, but they're still a bit big. So have you ever seen the DJI Pocket? Have you seen that? No. Well, I think I have seen it briefly on like a Facebook ad or something. Right. So the DJI Pocket is absolutely tiny. So I've got, got the, it. I've got the Pocket One. So I've got the original one. Mm. And... It is phenomenal. I mean, it's absolutely brilliant. The stability is incredible. The size of it, it is It is literally this... I'm trying to think what the size... It's... What's... The, what, what, it's the, It's like... It's about that size there. So... And you don't put your phone in it. It's one that has its own camera on no, it. No, you can put your phone in it, but it's also got a, a, a tiny screen, so you don't need to put right. your phone in it, all right? So yeah. it's it's amazing. It's absolutely amazing. It's it's half the size of like, of like a long, thin remote control. Put it that way. It's, it's a bit like that. Yeah. So I've got one of these. So it literally it just, I got an email confirmation yesterday or the day before saying the DJI Pocket 2 is out. Now, granted, oh, wow. I, well, mine, mine was, it, it, it's secondhand. So it's, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't the, the big price. Yeah. So the, the new one, um, the camera specs, basically, how is it better? It's got a 1.7 inch uh, sensor size now. So basically that'll edge out the iPhone 12 and the Samsung Galaxy Note 20 Ultra. So it is better than a mobile phone. Uh, it's yeah. got a 20 millimeter F 1.8 f-stop lens so it's brighter and wider than the original osmo pocket so 4k video stabilized the level of quality of the stabilization is brilliant you can put it in your pocket and you won't even know it's there yeah. and best the of name. all yeah constant calibration of the of the camera so you don't have to put this you know usually you have to put it central and try and calibrate it you press yeah. the button this works straight away um, I mean, that's, sort of the, that's what's always irritated me about these things. Really irritating, yeah. Uh, so DJI claims that the Pocket 2 has 140 minutes battery life, which is similar to the Pocket 1. No wow. user replacement battery, though, so this is a rechargeable one. Video spec, slow-mo, 1080p, 120 frames per second, or 1080, 240 frames per second. So similar to like what an iPhone's got, but it's 4K Ultra HD, so that's 3840 times 2160 at 24, 25, 30, 48, 50, or 60 frames per second. And the actual quality of this camera is brilliant. I mean, absolutely brilliant. Um, how, how much is it? Yeah, <laughs> I was waiting for you to say that. Because if you say, if you say like under 150 quid, I'm going to buy one right now. Okay, l- let me put this into perspective. So this is this is better than your smartphone camera. Okay, the Pocket One was the same camera as the iPhone 11 Pro. That's the, so the current one before this 12 is coming out. So that's that. And as we know, that is a really good camera. So you're also capture you know you're also capturing smooth stabilized 4K. It's pocket sized. It's got this large sensor, wide lens, better audio because it's got more microphones. So th- yeah. this is this is how good it is. So you're looking at right. So the, the iPhone 12 Pro is one thousand. Starts at nine hundred ninety nine quid. Yeah, yeah, I'm waiting for it. The price for the Pocket Two three hundred thirty nine quid. Oh, I mean, yeah, that's not... That's it's not, not that bad. bad. And the Pocket 2 with creator combos, you get like the tripod and other bits and bobs with it, 469. But you don't like, you don't particularly need it. You And remember what you're getting here, super smooth 4K video, pocketable design, easy motion time lapses as well, and hyperlapse, which is really cool. Does, you, is it, does it have a microphone? Like, can you talk? Can it, does yeah. it pick up sound and stuff? Well, I thought the Pocket 1 was the microphones were good. There were two there, but now they've got four. And what they've done is they've placed them in a better, in, in a better sort of position so that you don't get get hand sort of muffle and noise so it's really yeah. good uh my the only thing that i can see against it is accessories like i said cost extra 
you're gonna you know that you pay extra for that creator's kit the hdr video is almost there it still looks fantastic but for 339 and if you're if you're into your video and you want really nice home movies that you can just put in your pocket when you go for a walk with the kids and the dog this this thing is fantastic it's amazing yeah, I mean, I, 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 I do want one of those. Jen, Jen is. We used to do a lot of vlogging, and we haven't in ages, partly because of the editing, but also partly because I don't want to have to carry a DSLR or whatever. Nah. So if we do any video now, I'll just do it on my iPhone. But this, this might be quite nice. Just stick that in your pocket, get it out, and get you know get a bit of better, better quality and stuff. It comes in a nice case as well. A really, and the case is pretty much the same size as what the. That you know yeah. the pocket is so yeah it's it, honestly just go and check it out it's fantastic the pocket two is out now like I said three three nine um, but I absolutely love it and like the other day I was running backwards with the puppy and just putting it down on the floor and and the stabilization it just looks smooth as hell it's it's brilliant it's really really good well I'm I'm gonna have to consider that now well you you go and consider it in your own time. Um, well that brings us to the end of the podcast um, which which has been a lot of fun actually I've enjoyed this episode I mean I enjoy every episode but this one perhaps a little bit more than last (laughs) Um, don't don't forget that if you want to um, get in touch you can do it at dadsnet.com join the mailing list or check out the articles or on uh, Facebook, Instagram or Twitter it's at the dadsnet or at jkjasonking make sure you come and say hello send us a message join the communities um, and don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on Global Player or wherever you usually listen to. And please do review, give us a star rating, download and tell all your friends. Sorry, I fell asleep just during that bit there. I was just... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I wasn't going to do it. And then I looked up at my screen and I could see you on your phone. No. So I just ploughed on. <laughs> I am checking how much... I'm checking how long, how long we've been talking. And I can tell you exactly we've been talking for 42 minutes now. <laughs> Oh, well, that's, that's the perfect time. The for perfect a time to end the podcast. <laughs> Let's stop talking. <laughs> Have a good week. <laughs>